another review discussion. My name is Jarrett Green, editor at large, rashpatches.com. I'm here with Quentin Hoffman. You're on this feed relatively often, it seems like. Yeah, it's, um, I want to, IP Presents is my Yeah, it child. seems to be your child, and um, you seem to be representing on it well. Mm-hmm, and I, well, I will also say it is straight up my child. I'm the one who got the art for it. I'm like, I got everything for it. Um, so basically, I'm kind you of, are the site. You're, you're the EIC, basically, what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, EIC this is my of, baby. Of IP Presents. Yeah, and George is like my side editor for this. Because that's how I would break down the hierarchy. Oh, I'm sure I'll be happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we're already starting off messy, I think this yes. is an appropriate time to um, take a moment. We are. This is review discussion for Beat Cop, which is um, a game developed by, well, it's published by uh, Bit Eleven. Um, who developed this game? I don't remember. Uh, I Eleven Bit Studio. I thought Eleven Bit was the publisher. I could be wrong. Uh, let me. Because Eleven Bit, um, they developed Wars Mine and Frostpunk, but they decided to publish. Or get into publishing as well. I could be wrong. They could have like I I know there's a publisher developer relationship here. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm getting the names mixed up. Let me double check. Um, it's published by Eleven Bit. Yeah. Pixel Crow. Pixel Crow. Developed yeah. by Pixel Crow. Um, there will be a discussion. This discussion will be rotating in and around race and the use of racist terminology and behavior that I think might qualify as a content warning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to get that out of the way right now. Yeah. Um, content warning for violence too. Yes. So B cop in and of itself, this is a game that released two years ago. I want to say 2017 March ish in 2017. Um, but it just came to switch, right? Mm hmm. And that's where you reviewed it on. Uh, Switch and console. Switch and console, yeah. It was on yeah. Steam up until that point. Mm-hmm. Um, your experience with this game seems to be what the sort of pre- prevalent experience with it was. And it, uh, yeah. When it launched in 2017, did not launch to um, fanfare necessarily. No. If anyone was talking about it, they weren't talking all that well about it. Yeah. Um, Beat Cop is a very interesting game i personally because this game was not on my radar at all in 2017 i did not see the reviews nor did i read them and when i got the evolve um the terminals email about this i was like oh the art style's interesting the trail like i kind of like the music the premise is somewhat interesting i like a good mystery um then little did i know this game just um, it is messy, problematic, and um, extremely aggravating. So I, I find it interesting that you've come to this conclusion without having really any other exposure to it. Like there's mm-hmm. there's you know two two years of opportunity to have heard and sort of come to this conclusion based on being ushered in by like a dialogue happening around it or like rumors or you know whispers of this game back in the uh, you know over the past couple of years. But you mm-hmm. were completely um removed from any of that conversation yet once you did play it fresh came to the same opinion so yeah if there was any proof that uh 
that there can be a universal truth of objective reviews. <laughs> this is kind of an example of that. Like even without yeah. without ever hearing of the game or anyone talking about this game prior, you came to something that resembles the same opinion about it that people like John Walker over at Rock Paper Shotgun did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess rough. What's the rough premise of this game? You're a detective in homicide. A break-in happens. You're the first responder. You get blamed for the crime. Diamonds are missing from the senator's house. Blah, 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 fucking blah. It's so whatever. It's like it's such an incoherent story that it doesn't make any sense. The ending is just like, oh, choose one of four endings. That's it. There's like there's no real sustenance there. It's you like you kind of have to quote unquote solve the mystery, but it just like gets stupider and stupider. Honestly, um, there's the story is so incoherent and frustrating that the overall like core of the game just like manages just to push it off to the side. So I guess so you are. You play a cop that's framed for something, loses mm-hmm. his position, and become and goes back to the street. And yeah. Has to be a patrol cop. Um, cop, yeah. And you play his day to day, and I guess is the overarching story is you're trying to like, you're trying to clear your name. Yeah. But while like, also doing beat cop shit. Yeah, and okay. it's like, and apparently in this small, this I don't know, this four blocks that you cover on your beat. That's where all the information, like, coincidentally, you need to prove your name is. Like, Mm. prove your innocence is. And it's like, A, it's just like, it's a super video game-ass video game story. And there's no real depth to it. It's like, oh, yeah, you can do missions for the mob or the quote-unquote the crew, which is just basically saying gangs. Um, Or you can be a good cop and, you know, like, do your do your job and all that but it's like it's whatever like it's it it involves like finding a hooker and like talking to her about what happened to the senator like it's such a strange and like a kind of annoying story because there's no real sense of progression honestly so the game itself doesn't allow you to play this story in a way that feels interesting or feels even effective like yeah um so what do you do you you just kind of write people tickets and then every once in a while an opportunity will come up to like ask somebody about the main issue which is the senator yes okay like no bullshit all you do is write tickets tow cars report persons search cars do side missions for factions, um, work on the story beats, and arrest and shoot people. Cool. So, like, what cops do, I guess. Yeah. Um, what strikes me about, well, I think what strikes everyone about this game is that it very clearly wants to be, like, an 80s cop show. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer is, like, an 80s rap song about how it's an 80s cop show. Yeah. Um. What is, do you, I, A, I, what's, what is your experience with 80s cop shows? And I guess the, the sub 
the sub question to that is does this really make a go at that motif um so jared i'm gonna be blunt with you i have no like reference for 80s cop shows um i'm familiar with like old like noir cop films and like early law and order but that's about it Mm -hmm. um like I'm young, I know that. Cops was way before my time, and all those other shows were. Um, like, Miami Vice, I think, was one of them. Um, like, a lot of those were well before my time. Mm-hmm. So, I have no real reference for it. I, so, and I can't judge this game based on that aspect alone. I feel that I can't, rather. Okay. Um, but it tr- in its attempt to, I guess, emulate police fiction and police drama on TV, mm-hmm. it kind of also attempts to emulate some of the behavior and language and, um, I guess, environments that these take place in. Yeah. Um, so, I think without the reference from the 80s, it can be difficult to tell how accurate they've done it, but I don't think you need the reference to, to see if they've done it effectively. Like, mm-hmm. if, if the message they're trying to tell, if this is a satire, have they satired this well? Is this, if this is a commentary on something, do you feel the commentary has happened very well? Because they're, they're playing, in playing with 80s cop shows, as a person with a little bit more experience than you with 80s cop shows, I think. Um, especially early on, cop shows like New York Undercover, which is, I guess, more 90s and 80s, but Hill Street Blues or uh, 21 Drum Street. Um, these were all shows that were supposed to be, especially the ones I mentioned, they're supposed to be like gritty, re, re, not reimagining, the gritty sort of men on the street versions of like what's going on in New York. Mm-hmm. And in New York can be all different types of people who may not like each other, but live next to each other. So they have to deal with each other. And what that also tends to mean is like everyone's in conflict all the time. People are saying things and doing things they might not be proud of, or maybe are super proud of. Um, there's always this element of the cop being some, somehow compromised in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like B cop is at making an attempt at all those things. Um, but I think from your expressing expressed opinion and then the opinion of some of the published reviews out there is like, it does not, it does not do that very well. No. Um, I, <clears throat> as the more I played B cop, the more I had like really genuinely dislike this game and like what its quote-unquote atmosphere is um it's a game that uses super super problematic terms that i can't like even like i personally would not say but if like someone said that to me now like i'd be offended like as an italian if someone called me a fucking wop i'd lose my mind or if they called me a meatball, I would lose my mind. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it was like when I started playing this game, and like that was like one of the first things said that like said in the game, more or less. I was like, I was like taken back. I was like, wait, did they just say that? Um, because those are terms that I know growing up that my my father and my grandfather have told me stories about being like. People calling them those terms, and then then there's just more terms being spewn out, like it's common, like 
like they're just terms mm-hmm. like they're just nouns it's oh that's like to use one and i know i'm gonna hate saying this but like that's a blackie over there that's a gook over there it's like you just can't say those words at all it's super like enabling and i genuinely like it bothers me to my core so we are in a position and in a time frame we were way more aware of that um mm-hmm. i think back then if there is there are definitely problems with it but there was no organized sort of understanding that this isn't okay for polite society or even yeah. a not polite society um that there is a fundamental issue with sort of burning or 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 distilling down a person and using a race or a creed or a well, I would say Creek is considering where we are in 2019. Mm-hmm. I think we forgot that part. But yeah. but race and um, sexuality are not things are not appropriate ways to just like dist- label and distill a person and insult a person. Mm-hmm. But, um, that was not the case in the 80s. It's not the case now, depending on you live. But yeah, you know, it was not the case in the 80s because it was on TV in the 80s. People were using this language. Um, would you say that? There, I think there are there is room for a conversation where using that language is supposed to evoke and be commentary on a time when we when that existed in, in a different time from now. Um, you're telling you're saying that the words themselves are upsetting and offensive. Mm-hmm. Are you also saying that B cop doesn't do a great job as commentating on why they're upsetting? No, it doesn't. It doesn't like make a point to be commentary. It's just they're nouns. It's what everyone says. There's nothing really like. Like, there's no sense of, oh, like we're making like we're analyzing why these terms are problematic. That's not what they do. It's just saying, oh, that's a like that's where the slants live. That's like, and it's just like, why? why are you just using these terms so loosely but it's to quote unquote set up the atmosphere and fill up the vibe which is total bullshit to me um and it's there's no commentary it's just using that because it can and it's to replicate what its inspirations are Mm -hmm. and that's it's that's frustrating because that's such an interesting thing right like Mm -hmm. um i think the important context here we should mention is 11-bit studios are polar studio mm-hmm. um they the inspiration they have for say this war is mine is the history of armed conflict in poland like the exactly. like poland has an incredible history of being fought over um in the past hundred years and even longer even farther back than that mm-hmm. but and Frostpunk is, in some ways, also inspired by Poland's sort of gritty community survival at all costs, uh, no matter the harsh conditions. Um, but this is a game, A, they didn't develop, but B, they were on board to publish because they are all pretty inspired by American mm-hmm. television. 
um, Western television. Western television, and it's incredible to like, it's it's important to, for that distinction to be made because it when it sounds like way, the way you describe this game and the way it's been described in other writing and other criticism is that this feels like a game wearing the motif of these shows that may have been that may have been you know gritty and edgy and said those things but also may have been co- like actual commentary without doing any of the work to make it actual commentary it's 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 a facade or it is a skin deep sort of co-oping of a of a of a look and a feel but not mm-hmm. with any of the depth yeah um and this is what the, this is what this game sounds like because i think there's arguments to be made that like using words like that can be commentary just by using them depending on how mm-hmm. they're used right like i think we had a good conversation in a slack uh conversation leading up to this where we, you mentioned um tarantino as a person yeah. who uses all types of you know incredibly ridiculous language mm-hmm. but he has always had this relationship with the n-word um, yes. that makes people like spike lee uncomfortable but it makes me uncomfortable as a as a straight white man. I am frustrated with his uses of it. But I think there are two different Tarantinos with two different uses of the word, right? Mm-hmm. We mentioned um, Pulp Fiction, yeah, which I think is a great example of a white guy using the word just because he wrote it and wrote himself an opportunity to use it because he wanted to. Um, there is no scene setting or environment building or or world building character building happening mm-hmm. when Tarantino's character decide like has his like sort of monologue to Jules, which is Sam Jackson's character in this movie from nineteen ninety four, um and and like flings it at him incessantly. Mm-hmm. Um they're having a conversation if it's not even the thing. Um yeah. which is I guess part of the theme sort of a, a world he's trying to build. Also his character's married to a black lady and the conversation is about what happens when he does what Jules wants him to do, which is hide a dead body in his house, and his wife comes home and sees it. Like, what what happens to him when that happens? So there's like this weird apology, like apologia around that conversation that tries to make up like he's saying it, but like every all the black people are cool with it. Um, that is definitely questionable, and even it was then and is still now problematic yeah but there's also you know the there's also the Django Unchained um Tarantino yeah where the n-words get thrown around all the time in that movie because there's a movie about you know uh slavery but everyone who uses it is a villain yep and they are properly characterized as such they use it to make them more hateable normally Mm -hmm. um even characters who don't use it find ways around it or creative ways to use things that are not it, but mean the same thing. And they find the way to make themselves even more hateable. Um, Using it as a tool to create villains, even though it seems like a lazy work, it's still work where in this, it doesn't seem like it's happening at all. Like it just seems like everybody hates each other. Everyone's racist. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, And there is, the Tarantino discussion went on for quite a long time um, because 
there's an argument that I was trying to make in that specific scene um, with Jules and they're talking about where to store the body is I said something along the lines of you can replace that word that like that that problematic term with any like a swear perhaps like you can say like fuck and like a fucker or whatever and it could get the same point across but it was intentionally written to choose the n-word and that's for me like that's a problem is and intentionally written to choose it so then you have to wonder what the intention is and it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be like he hasn't what it if it does anything it develops that he and Jules have a very very casual relationship well Jules yep. let's get away with shit but yep. past that it doesn't necessarily ma- change it doesn't make him seem any worse than anybody else and like yeah. like I said, it seems like he wrote it just so he could say it in a movie. It doesn't yeah. seem like it's it served the story or the world at all in any way because no. he's the only white dude that says it. Yep, and, and he's a, he's a character with like a handful of lines in the movie for five minutes, maybe. Yeah, um, and personally, so the part problem with that scene in particular is there's no setup. We that we have no understanding of what Jules and his relationship is. It's just brief, and it's that scene which is extremely famous for many reasons. Um, and it's I don't know, it's it's frustrating because in like that that ha- that's released in nineteen ninety four, and we're still bringing up in conversation what um, twenty five years later, mm-hmm. and of how like of how messy that scene is, and how kind of like ignored it was at the time though i think like we i think that's the the value and i think that happens a lot where we look back Mm -hmm. at some things that we were completely accepted without asking questions years ago and say "Mm, maybe we should ask questions um Mm -hmm. but it seems like but there's also responsibility for when you make a thing that's supposed to reflect back on that is that you you don't just put on the clothes you tell the story and and reflect on that story and B cop mm-hmm. seems to fail at that, but it also yeah. seems to fail at just being a game that's fun to play. <laughs> yeah, um, it's between the extremely messy terms that it throws around because everyone just hates each other, and like I can understand that it's New York in the eighties. There's that's kind of like what my impression is too that everyone just hated each other. But there's ways to do it without having these terms be thrown around like that. You can just be like, you can have like lead up of talking about the differing factions or the differing gangs or whatever. But there's no need. There's no actual need for that for that language is kind of like my key at this at this game is it just it uses it because, oh, they just everyone hates each other. Um and then it just it the more and more you play this game the worse and worse it gets mm-hmm. and the and it's quite frustrating because you interact with a, a queer character and he's just called a fag and i'm like cool like we're just doing that now um well i but, think this there's this runs into some pro like the problems there's a there's a good discussion or at least a good lots of room for discussion about like mm-hmm playing a hateable protagonist right yeah like that a, a character not every character you play as has to be a good guy um 
and but, it's up to you. It's up to a writer or up to you to sort of like find um, something in them that makes them human or something you can relate to. Um, like Sons of Anarchy is a, is a TV show about bad people. Mm-hmm. But um, Jarrett, I'm going to interrupt real quick. Okay. You're, the protagonist isn't saying these words. It's everybody. It's the random people on the street. Yeah, it's, right. It's the random people on the fucking street. Your Which character... is even worse. Like, and I, and that's the problem, right? Like, if he yes. was out here saying these things, you're not supposed to like this dude. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. But if everybody but it... else is also a piece of shit, then what's the point? Yeah, and it's it, if you're not saying it, and the entire four city blocks or whatever that you have to interact with for this 21 day span that the game takes place, which is like seven hours. Um, and everyone's saying it, but you, it's like, why are they saying it? Why? Like, I don't know, man. So this game reminds me a little bit of a game I played and reviewed a a while ago called this is the police. Um, which again, took a, a, a police figure, like a detective who got caught up in some shit. Mm-hmm. And instead of like being demoted to beat work, he was like on the last year of his retirement um, and is trying to just wait until he gets his pension. And he can just leave. But he's like now heavily and like he has to basically run two shifts of his department, his precincts out until that happens. Yeah. And he's heavily entrenched in lots of. um like and mob work and mob activity. He's very much he's very much a dirty cop, and yeah. they make no bones about like displaying this Jack Boyd character as a bad person, mm-hmm. and you're playing him. But they do a really bad job of making him endearing in any way. Yeah. Um, they don't go as far as like just using racist language, but it's definitely like questionable and problematic police like police officering. Um, yeah. where they rely on like. TV tropes of him like getting bribes and like him not really worried about uh not 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 showing up too quickly to to calls from particular neighborhoods uh so on and so forth and there's some of that too in Beat Cop, right? Yeah. There's like like I mentioned before, there's kind of like two factions that you interact with on the, your beat, so to speak. It's the the crew, and it's the like the mafia, the Italian mob, and the crew is just like one gang that controls this these city blocks, and the mob is the mob. There's no explanation needed there. Um, and during my time, I kind of just sided with the crew because hey, like the mob's got way too much money in general. Like whatever, that's a whole conversation that I'm not willing to have. Um, but I want to help these people who have been down in their luck and who have like resorted to doing bad things. I want to help them and, you know, allow them to prosper because the mob's just doing their thing and they're just trying to run monopoly. I'm not about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more that I would help them, the more it was like, Oh yeah. Just like stand on this corner and just like, you know, protect this guy. And it's not doing much versus then a mob member would walk up to you and be like, Hey, I can give you a hundred dollars now if you leave and let me kill this guy. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a man at like, I was going to sound like old and antiquated, but it's my job to serve and protect. I'm not going to let you kill this man just because he's trying to make, make a business, trying to make a buck. 
and you don't want him there. You know what I mean? And it's it tread it tries to tread that line, but it it doesn't do it well. Is there? And I mean, there's definitely room for obviously. There's like a lot that dirty or complicated cop fiction is like mm-hmm. maybe one of the most popular genres on fucking anything really. The Wire. Uh, the Wire. Um, the Shield. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. But I mean, I guess parts of Law and Order. Um, I think. Ice T has never been a bad cop. Let's be honest. Uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Shout out to Ice T, who yep. found a way to be a cop on TV and has done so for fifteen years now. Yep. Uh, that's a hero. That's the American dream. Yep. Um. The tonal that so. It doesn't seem like B cop is redeemable necessarily. No. And because it because it doesn't push back on its own bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which is the part which is like I guess the, the theme and to some uh and I guess reach a conclusion here. Um being problematic is the first step. Mm-hmm. Making commentary about how problematic it is is the next step. If you don't yeah. if you don't follow through at least very much recognizing that it is problematic in some way. Mm-hmm. It's important that like, if you don't do that, you failed. And it doesn't yeah. mean you have someone has to come out and say, you know, everything we said here is wrong. Like this is a game about being wrong. Like, but there has to be some clever way of doing it. Like mm-hmm. we, we make the, we make references all the time to, um, Jesus and Mero. Yeah. Who are comedians who have kind of blown up, especially the past couple of years, who yeah. are like wildly problematic. Yeah. The problem the difference is and why people always don't people don't have a dilemma um accepting them as allies and like progressive allies is that they also know that they're problematic yeah. and one point out the problematic things they're saying while they say them and check each other when they say them. Yeah. And B, when someone else from the outside pushes back on them they accept what they're saying mm-hmm. and apply it to whatever they do going forward like they don't have this weird thing that like lots of comedians have where they feel like their their right to free speech and right to make jokes is being attacked when someone is offended by something they're saying mm-hmm. um, or when you know the head of a of a group says you know maybe you shouldn't do that they accept that you know they've hurt someone and they try mm-hmm. to move on and try to do better yeah. and, and and verbally acknowledge that it happened that's the, that's the yeah. that's what works for them mm-hmm. and if your video game is not verbally acknowledging that it's that something you're doing that it's supposed to be read as wrong is wrong then you're having a problem because mm-hmm. you can't just let the player assume it's wrong um gta had these problems forever i think they probably still do um where your your protagonists are often super involved in doing crime shit and for a lot of them, there's like this idea within the plot that they can maybe work themselves out of it and mm-hmm. go straight or go legit, but they never really do. And how they tend to be tend to make commentary on how doing bad is actually wrong. So that the bad you're doing, you probably shouldn't do. But like these people have to do it is always very inconsistent. Like the big problem with GTA Four was like your character had like left a war torn country and like basically got 
pulled into turning America into a World, World War II country just because of how the gameplay is, not for any story reason. And it's it's when your game can't address the dissonance between those things, you've probably failed. Um, it seems like your commentary and your, I guess, your reaction to Beat Cop is along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, to go along with that Jesus and Mero example, um, my favorite bit on their podcast, the Bodega Boys, go subscribe. It's a blast. Is the problematic light? The, every time, the moment that they start getting like they start whiling or the, everything starts getting problematic, the problematic light comes on. It's like a klaxon, and you just hear it, and it's like, oh, and it's shit. become like, a meme, like an identifier. Yep. Like it's it it is their verbal identifier that they know yep. we we recognize that what they've said is completely inappropriate and completely not okay. Mm-hmm. but we they put it on they know we know we laugh and then we will walk away <laughs> we, yeah. we hope it never happens again yeah and it's um personally it's one of my favorite things to use in slack um because people are messy um but it's <clears throat> it's it's a way of checking themselves and beat cop doesn't do that it doesn't say like oh yeah we like it knows it's messy it's just it's flavor text because this is the time period and this is the the atmosphere that we're trying to set up and it's right it which fails is, which is not it's, good enough without and some sort of counterbalance no and it's like yeah sure you have a character who's supposed to be a good guy and he doesn't say any of these terms but that's not enough when you're playing this game for 7 hours and basically every fucking avatar is saying something problematic and also him not saying something doesn't make him a good guy like him no. pushing back would make him a good guy. Yeah. But he doesn't do that either. Yeah. So, you know, that that's that's the narrative issue that happens all the time and seems to happen in V Cup is that bad things happen around you or mm-hmm. you're doing bad things, but there is no element in that to tell you or to push back and say that maybe there are maybe there's good things. Yeah. Um and, and it doesn't always have to be so obvious or so like beacon of lighty. It happens all the time where like the person that's supposed to be right is actually wrong because they do a good job at, at pointing out what's actually wrong and what's actually right. Like uh, Constantine yeah. is a story about that. Like all the Hellblazer mm-hmm. comic books are about people who like live and travel in hell, but sometimes tend to be better than the people who don't. Yeah. Shout out to Constantine though. Because they do a good job at characterizing these people and understanding what reality is and what right and wrong is, or at least creating a, a set of rules that you apply within that lore to everything. Mm-hmm. Where Beat Cop does not seem to do that. Where where eighties no. fiction used to do that. Like mm-hmm. Life on the St- like uh, uh True Crime, Life on the Streets, um all of these New York Confidential, these these are things that had like were definitely dark and definitely dirty, but they they established a set of rules within them that where you could make sense who's good and who's bad. The wire based its entire show on that. Like yeah. the good people were usually not people in the in or were using that the cops. And even even when they were, like even even if there was no particular good person, right? Everyone was always doing something that was wrong. There there was always an acceptance and a recognition within the narrative that it's wrong, or that the doing is right. And it's like even if it's someone pointing out, like literally saying what you're doing is wrong, or bad things happening to that person because they made a bad decision. Yeah. Like there was always some sort of narrative thing that that made it make sense. Yeah. And B cop lacks the breath to have 
any nuanced conversation in that area. Yeah, and it's like I had a very visceral reaction to something when I was playing it too, and it's I. I don't know if you want to discuss it here um, and just like have a greater dialogue about cops and games, but I don't know if that's, I mean, we can probably touch on it, but that seems to be its own conversation. Yeah. um, It's (sighs) beat cop does so much wrong, honestly. And it's, it's not something that I'm, I'm happy that I played. I'm, I'm mad at myself that I missed coverage when this game came out in 2017 Granted, I was a bit younger and I wasn't as educated as, I, as I'll lightly say as I am now. Um, but it's a game which has you do somewhat like sometimes like terrible things because that's what cops do, and it's like that's not an okay thing to do. Like no, but even of... then, I feel like B cop isn't a isn't the vessel to have the conversation about why certain things cops do is bad. Like mm-hmm. it, it can have a conversation about why very overt things that cops do are bad. Like yeah. get involved with like robbery and murder. Like yeah. that's easy, but it does, it has no interest or no ability to have a, to engage in the conversation about how the institutionalization of these mm-hmm. things are bad. How, how even running like, making a job out of writing people tickets can be like an oppressive movement and an oppressive sort of element in a community that is probably a community full of people who are middle-class at most and how oppressing them with constant fines is only going to keep them that way because either they pay them and they lose the very direct financial benefit or they don't pay them. And then the government decides to levy more fines and then tax those fines in the in the mm-hmm. in the forms of light fees or court fees when they do finally go find them or get grant warrants and actually arrest them so now they're in the system. Like this is like there is no conversation there. It's just like no. we watch TV, so what what happens on TV and yeah. that surface level experience with crime fiction from the eighties seems to be like the entire point of B Cop, which is which is why it's so bad. Yeah, and I think like up until I want personally, I want to say like recently, people have just thought about crime fiction and cops more of like maybe like this isn't good, like these some of these stories just are messy and problematic and kind of allow things to like continue over time, and we have none that the institution has done nothing to change that. This is true, and a sad state. Um, yep. One that Eleven Bits uh, should hope to, and uh, according to a piece written like a post mortem for this game uh, mm-hmm. at GameBiz or GameIndustry.biz, seems to be on their mind. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they expected the reaction they got, but I think they, I think they've taken the reaction well and have sort of thought about things and thought about this in a perspective they hadn't thought about when they released it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, is the best way to uh, to appreciate to, to I guess receive what has been mixed to negative reviews for the game. Yeah, and um, they recognize what they saw and what they did, and maybe that they, there was there was more to it, and they should have applied more to it before they did it. Yeah, um, there's 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 a lot wrong with this game, and I like it's words can sometimes like 
not really unlike see what I like how I feel about this game because I have a very visceral like and strong reaction to how I feel about this game. Um, but there's what matters to me the most is that 11-bit studios has learned and they will like they understand their misstep and they're like they understand that like hey we fucked up and they will move on and they will understand that um and that's kind of like that's a thing that i want to see in developers when they make something that is messy or problematic um and they acknowledge that and they say hey like we messed up we're gonna we're gonna change we're gonna do something different and I like seeing that growth because it shows understanding and it shows a greater like sense of being, honestly. I agree. And I think it's also probably a pretty good place to rest this conversation. Yeah. Um, glad we can talk about it, though. We were working, we were, we were discussing the best way to cover the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and this seems to be the best because having an open dialogue about it uh, seem to be the most effective way to talk about the issues with this game than trying mm-hmm. to rest on the the purity of a feature um, yeah. you just kind of put up on the internet and let people interpret. Um, this is a, I think this is back and forth is a good way to sort of suss it out. So Quinn, glad you joined me for this. Thank you for hosting this chair because, ooh, fuck, this, this was a hot topic at irrationalpassions.com. Yeah, um... For those interested, uh, B-Cop is a game you can buy on Steam <laughs> and on the on consoles. Uh, I would probably move against it. Uh, there's also yes. some good writing about it, mm-hmm. um, which I think we can probably get linked in the site post for this. I think it will writing. in both the podcast post. Um, if you whenever wherever you're seeing this, iTunes, whatever fucking service you use, the links will be to the gamesindustry.biz. As well as the rock paper shotgun review. Yeah, very um, good commentary there. I think. Mm-hmm. I might um, link Jared's. This is the police review as well, um, just because it was mentioned and it's worth a read. Um, and you know, I think it goes on the same lines. I have the same mm-hmm. sort of criticisms of this is the police as, um, but shared in a lot of the criticism for, um, B cop. This uh, for B cop. Yeah. I think. Uh, if you uh, stay tuned to the IP Presents channel, you'll find more conversations like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can probably also just go to rationalpractice.com where we'll be linking our ways, our, our, our sort of audio journeys through the IP Presents uh, feed, but as well as um, plenty of other things on the mm-hmm. site worth reading and interacting with. Um, until next time. <laughs>